Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on, man.
evening. Welcome. I'm Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. You are tuning into my radio show, Empowering for All. Tonight, I am pleased, happy, and excited to have the undefeated boxer, Chris Pearson, who is signed to the ultimate Floyd Mayweather promotion, talking live with me tonight. I'm so elated and overjoyed that he took time out of his busy schedule because he is preparing for his next bout coming up February 28th, and he's going to add another knockout. I'm believing him to do that for this fight. But he's stopping by tonight to talk with me and also share some things. For those of you who are just tuning in as first-time listeners, thank you so much for supporting. My continual followers, you saw I'm in a new season. I am now officially broadcasting solo. Yolanda is sitting on her own channel. Growth and happiness. Without further ado, I don't want to keep him holding long. He has a busy schedule, and I'm going to go ahead and bring him on live, connecting with us and speaking with me tonight. I'm bringing on Chris Pearson. Chris Pearson, welcome once again to Empowering for All. You are talking with Evangelist Miranda McTeer and my audience. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Once again, audience, those of you who already know Chris and follow him, let me just give you a brief outline of Chris. Um, Once again, his name is Christopher Pearson, born and raised in Dayton, Ohio, in a town called Trotwood. Yay, Ohio in the house. Chris, I was born and raised in Akron, Ohio. So Ohio is bringing mighty, mighty things. I'm so happy and elated for your success and continual blessings to you. At the oh, right thank you. I appreciate age, it. Oh, you're quite welcome. At the right young age of 23, Chris has a total, ladies and gentlemen. He has fought 13 times. He has won 13 times. Technical knockout, 10 times. Now, this young man is what I call bringing the pain to his opponent. And he has an upcoming fight, as I announced before I brought him on live, uh, February 28th. Uh, He's going to be fighting in New York City. Now, I'm going to go over the journey of how Chris arrived at this ultimate debut and also um, linking and connecting to such a prominent um, team that I honor and respect most definitely, and communicate with as well the Floyd Mayweather promotion. Congratulations on that connection, to um, Chris. A lot of people uh, try, but God blessed you and opened that door. Um, he laid it for you in that arena. Um, most definitely, it's a huge opportunity to be a part of Mayweather promotion. So uh, we make sure that we do the things necessary in the gym to, to continue the success and um, I'm taking the one fight at a time. But I'm excited for the future. Praise God. Now, Chris, once again, as I said, you were born and raised in Dayton, Ohio, a small town uh, called Trotwood. You graduated from Trotwood Madison High School, and then you went on to attend Northern Michigan Olympic Center. It was there you were under the direction and leading of Coach Al Mitchell. But prior to you getting um, and growing to your senior year, you actually start playing football, peewee football, 
And a friend of yours suggested you get into boxing. You took their suggestion and you blew up. Am I correct? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, um, it wasn't like an overnight thing for us success-wise. It's been, it's been a tough journey, but, um, you know, my father, Milton Pearson, took me to a gym at seven years old, and, and um, <clears throat> I found out, you know, that I found out the difference between boxing and every other sport is a lot tougher, but um, it molded the man that I am today, and I'm, and I'm forever grateful for that. And, you know, obviously, you know, I made the right choice. The Lord has blessed me to be an opportunity right there. I'm in a position I'm in right now. I have the opportunities I have. So, um, like I like I t- continuously always say, I'm thankful. And I'm just I'm just taking it one day at a time and trying to get the most out of my ability. You know, I have a outstanding supporting cast of my family. So, you know, when it's like that, it's kind of hard to to come up short when you got so much support. So, like I say, I take it one day at a time and just try to keep moving forward and keep taking advantage of the opportunities I'm blessed with. Well, praise God. And you know, as an evangelist, that just that just makes me smile just to hear you recognize, respect, and honor and embrace God in such an ultimate way. And God honors that. And many people who don't worship or don't know God on that personal level, you know, as they say a lot of times, onlookers are trying to figure out your glory, but they don't mm-hmm. know your story. They don't know your story. Definitely. 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 I take, uh, you know, I, I take I take that serious. My family, like I said at an early age, um, put God in my life, and I'm a human being. I'm not perfect, you know. I don't I'm not, I don't go to church every Sunday, but you know, I, I know at the end day every every day that I'm I'm alive, I have another opportunity to do the things that I love to do, and um, you know, and as long as I have breath in my lungs, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna push myself to the limit to try to be the best fighter, and not just the best fighter, but the best man I could be. In. And, um, you know, every day I feel like I'm developing and I'm growing and I'm getting better at it. So, you know, you got to be thankful for that. Now, Chris, once again, I'm going to go back a little bit in time, and then we're going to come back to the present. Now, when you started at a young age boxing, you actually were phenomenal then because at the ripe age of seven years old, when you started, you moved on and you had 33 matches that you won including four yeah. national titles, uh, silver gloves, and junior golden gloves. I mean, this gift apparently has been embedded in you from birth. So I know growing up in the ranks and now at such a higher status in boxing, how do you feel? Like I said, um, from the beginning, I, I've been competitive in all sports. Everything I've been I've been involved in, I try to be the best at. And um, boxing is just one of the things that, that's worked out for me so far. Um, definitely having early success, you know, made me want to continue to, to grow and get better at it because once you start winning, you don't want to go back to, to not winning. So, uh, you know, from early from early age, my dad instilled the things in me that he needed to to, to make sure I had discipline and a great work ethic, and, and it's carried me to this point so far, and we're just going to keep moving forward. Well, we just want to give not only a thanks but a glorified praise to your dad, Milton Pearson, because he raised you and even interacted as a trainer um, as as a single parent. So I know ultimately – go ahead. uh, Most definitely. Um, But like I said before, I I come from an outstanding family. I I have a huge support cast with my my father, my aunties, my grandparents, and my my uncles. You know, they just – everybody – Plays plays a part, and and for that reason, I'm in the position I'm in. It's it's not just a, a, a one role, but definitely my, my father laid the foundation for me, and um, I'm forever thankful for that. Well, 
and, and a lot of those things motivate me when I'm in the ring and I'm in the gym and I'm putting in the work because I know the sacrifices that he's made and, and my other family has made for me to be in this, these positions. So um, I take it serious to try to to take advantage of, of the opportunities and, and go as far as possible. And, um, you know, be able to take care of my family and, and give back like they're giving to me. You know what I mean? So that's that's the goal at the end of the day. And, and that's such honorable and makes you such – an exception above many because to have that commitment and still keep your demeanor and your poise and your gratefulness and yet your professional, you know, professionalism because anybody uh, can see training even for a fight can be very strenuous, very time-consuming, and a lot of dedication. Am I correct? Definitely, definitely. Definitely. You know, I feel like being motivated by by, – my money may get you where you want to go, but being motivated by the love and the support of your family will keep you there. So um, I just, like I said, I take it one day at a time, and I just try to give a valid effort every time out to make sure that I'm growing, you know, and I'm not wasting these opportunities. So. Now, I do want to ask you, and I know many of uh, the listeners want to know as well, being signed uh, with Floyd Mayweather Promotions, how did that connection come to be? Share that with us, please. Um, initially, when I turned pro, I signed with Al Heyman. Um, he, that's my advisor. And Al Heyman is, you know, as, as many people know, is probably the most powerful man in the sport of boxing. So, um, you know, being signed with him definitely had my name circulated throughout the sport. Um, I went to Vegas for a training camp, and that's when I initially uh, I, I met Floyd out there, and um, we was able to have a, a personal meeting and, and really get to know each other. And um, from, from then on, it just it was more like family from the, from the beginning, and that's what made me feel comfortable with with signing with Mega Promotion because I didn't feel like it was just business. I felt like he really had my my best interest, my best interest um, in mind. So as a fighter, you know, you take th- things like that serious, you know, because in this sport, it's a lot of it's a lot of dirty people and. Um, it's a lot of people who just have to use you up and you know and wait for the next the next person to come through. So um, from from the beginning, it was all love and and um, you know that's 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 why I'm where I'm at now. That's why I signed with Mega Promotions and that's why I'm looking forward to continually growing with the brand and um, bringing the world title to the banner. Amen. Now. Your very first debut was an ultimate debut for you because it was in your um, state, um, Ohio, and you fought in Cincinnati against Stephen Chadwick. And even then, Chris, coming into another level, a higher level of boxing, you came in with such a dominating performance, and you knocked him out once again. TKO, knocked him out. I love this in the first round. How did you feel at that moment saying, oh, my goodness, this is my ultimate moment. I'm in here, and I have done what I've wanted to do. My dream is alive more so than ever now, and I'm looking at my mission accomplished. He is O-U-T, knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it, Chris. I do. I love it. Knock him out. That's what I'm talking about. Keep, Keep it coming. But how did you feel at that moment, you know, at such a prime time? Here you are signed with an alternate boxer, people respect globally, you know, internationally, all over, and now you are connected to Floyd Mayweather Promotions and standing alone in the ring and knocking out your opponent, Stephen Chadwick. How did you feel? Um, it was really just one step in the process. Um, 
it was my pro debut. I knew going in that the, you know the opponent that I had, I I was for, for in my in my in my opinion, I was more experienced and, and more talented. So I wasn't expecting to to get that type of victory as I have been in my um in my last fight. So you know I, I put in a lot of work for a lot of years. So at this point, you know I, I look to dominate my opponents. So um, but you know everybody's not gonna fall. Eventually, I'll be with somebody who who maybe had to match my talent and. And um and we'll we'll see how it goes then. But you know, I definitely put in the work every day and I and I feel like I'm ready for any and everybody. So Well, now Chris, now I'm gonna get a little spiritual with you. Now we're not gonna put that in the atmosphere. We're gonna keep you knocking them out, TKOs and hundred percent wins. We don't discuss loses because it's not it's oh, not no, no, in no, the no, no. Yeah, I didn't I didn't say I didn't I didn't say anything about losing. I just say it might be a time where a guy might not fall. Everybody ain't gonna fall. And I know that ahead of time, so I'm prepared to go ten or twelve rounds or however many rounds and take to be victorious. But um, you know, just just for that opponent though, going into that fight, I knew I knew what it was gonna be um, ahead of time. You know what I mean? So as a fighter, you know what you're getting yourself into. You you know, we signed these contracts, we know what's going on. So um, as of right now, I don't see any of these guys giving me giving me the type of test that um, I'm prepared for. And that's wonderful. Now. Moving um, on, even after your first debut, once again, your outstanding accolades are steady, just accumulating in such a greatness, Chris, because then you went on to have a 3-0 WSB record with a win against, and I cannot pronounce his name. Uh, I'm just going to say the 2008 Beijing Games welterweight gold medalist, because his name is very hard. I'm, I'm going yeah, to attempt to pronounce it. it. <laughs> So we stand alone on we stand together on that, right? Yeah. But, no, I, um, I, I, don't know. I fought him. I actually fought fought, fought him before um, the fight against Stephen Chadwick. But but you know, long story short, it was tough competition. Those are fighting guys like that are another reason why I know that I'm I'm prepared for the world class um, opposition. You know, I've already experienced what it's like to be in there with an Olympic gold medalist, and I found a way to, to be victorious. So you know, fights like that let me know that I'm ready and and give me the confidence that I could be any and everybody. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, now, Chris, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a short break, give you a little rest because I don't want to, you know, over overtire you out. But I do, of course, this interview is far from over. I want to bring you back because I want you to share with the audience the initial steps. And I know you can't share everything because everything is not meant to be told. That's how you stay victorious and do what you do. But outline to us, what are the steps in the process of how Chris prepares for his fight? Will you do that for us? Uh, yes, ma'am. No problem. Well, thank you so much. Audience, for those of you just tuning in, I see a lot of callers just uh, coming on the line here with us. You are tuned in listening to Evangelist Yolanda McTeer here at Empowerment for All. I am talking with the ultimate, phenomenal, undefeated boxer, Chris Pearson, who is signed with Floyd Meadows. Floyd Mayweather promotion. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a moment, and we're going to continue to talk with Chris. Thank you. Come on, man.
Welcome back. This is Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. You are tuned in to my radio show, Empowerment for All. I have been talking with the infamous, ultimate, hand, unexplainable, but makes it happen, undefeated boxer, Chris Pearson, signed with Floyd Mayweather Promotions. Chris has been sharing with us his journey of even when he was a ripe young man at the age of seven and growing and being athletic and competitive and boxing and achieving such accolades, uh, national titles of silver glove, junior golden glove, getting uh, signed with Mayweather and even in his first debut, knocking out his opponent in the first round. Now we're going to move forward into the interview. I want Chris to share with us the process of what he can share, because audience, many things are not allowed to be shared because things have to be private. But what he is allowed to share with us, the steps and process and journey of how Chris prepares for his fight. And for those of you who follow Chris, he has a fight coming up February 28th in New York City. Chris, you still with me? Yes, ma'am. All right. Be so kind to go ahead and share with us, uh, you know, the steps initially when you know a fight is ready, it's time to work. What do you do to get things started, your preparation of what you can share, the process that leads up to the day you walk into the ring and it happens? For the most part, I never really stop training. Um, I think it's very important to stay um, close to to, to, to peak shape so I can be ready at all times. But um, once I get the once I get the date and I know that it's, it's a for sure go, um, I turn it up a notch and um, I, I'm training up up at a Mission APG, which is in Mason, Ohio. They have they have a lot of athletes get ready for um, you know different type of combines and just get themselves in in the best physical condition so they can perform at um, at a high level. I try to make sure I implement that and um, you know maybe a month or so out. Um, my coach, Al Mitchell, flies in wherever I'm at, whether it be Vegas, um, California, or Ohio, and we, we make sure we, we get in camp and we get to working on things for the fight. And, you know, that's that's pretty much as much as I can give you guys. But, um, you know, we put the work in every day, and and up until this point we've, we've always been ready and we'll, we'll continue to always be ready. Wonderful, and it sounds quite intense. Now, let me ask you this, Chris, and hopefully you can share with us. What are your days like, meaning how early in the a.m. do you start and how late in the p.m. do you finish when you are going through your intense training for a fight? Um, it varies. It, it just depends on, on where we're at and, and what's the plan. You know, every day it's important to get my road work in and, and get, get the gym work out here. Some days we have spawn. Um, so it just it just it, it varies. But like I said, every day we make sure we get the work in. Whatever it is on, is on the agenda, we make sure we get it done. Wonderful. Now, do share with us, as I was relaying to the audience, but I want you to give more insight. Um, your next fight, am I correct? It will be February 28th. Give us some insight into that fight, where exactly will you be fighting, and how we can watch you fight. Um, as far as I know, it will be at um, Tiny Stone Casino Resort in Verona, New York. Um, the the card will be televised on Showtime Showbox Network. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think I'll be the the uh, the first fight of the night. You know that'll be t- that'll be broadcast. So um, it'll be me, uh, Mickey Bayer, be fighting, and Jillian Love also be fighting. So 
um, you guys will get the opportunity to see, you know, some of the top fighters in our stable um, get the opportunity to put their skills on display. So it should be exciting, exciting enough for boxing. Wonderful. Now, too bad I am out of town, actually, in Dallas, Texas, working and couldn't get off because I'm telling you, I was ready to catch Delta and be there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you in person bring the pain. So I do hope, uh, having made a new friend with you, that you will keep me in mind and keep me updated as well for future fights because I definitely want to be a, a guest and take a, you know, and look and see because and, I'm always thrilled, I'm excited, the intensity, the emotion, the commitment, and the time that goes into boxing. A lot of people don't realize that. It's a very intense right, right. sport. Yeah, and um, strategically, it's all about strategy. Because when you guys box, I mean, you're always looking because you're thinking the other guy is going to get you. But you have proven that you have mastered that, and even though they try and get you, you get them first. And knock them oh, out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I love it's it. It's a process, but uh, it's a process. But like I said, we put the work in, and we're developing. We're getting better and better each time out. So um, hopefully, in, in the near future, we'll be in line. You know, to fight for a world title and, and you know achieve one of my ultimate goals, which is becoming a world champion. So um, you know, like I said, one day at a time. I'm not rushing those steps. I'm just, I'm just developing it and um, taking it one day at a time. But you're doing it in such a way that your development is super exceeding many, and that's such a blessing. And I'm so grateful uh, to see you at such an ultimate performance, steady knocking them out, bringing the pain to your mm-hmm. opponent, um, being highly recognized and respected in the boxing um, game. It means a lot. Um, and once again, many of you who don't know, who are just tuned in listening, Chris is uh, 23 years old. So. Uh, many sit at home wishing, but he is pursuing and going forward and making it happen. We praise God for that. Um, so I am looking forward to you adding a TKO, making it TKO number 11 for this fight. Would you agree with me on that? Oh uh, yes, ma'am, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and also, um, I don't know if I let you know, but I have my I have my coach right here online um, with us in case you have any questions for him. Wonderful. Now, I do see uh, someone had just joined us. Is he calling me from the number ending in 0250? Yes, yes ma'am. Okay, well, I'm going to bring him on. And is that going to be the infamous uh, Mr. Al Mitchell that's going to be coming on yes. with us? Yes, ma'am. That's him. All right, Mr. Mitchell. We're going to go ahead and bring you on. First off, I'd like to ask him a question. What's the difference between amateur and professional? Oh. You trying to stump me live on? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mitchell, I love it. I love it. I love it. Put him on the spot. Make him talk about it. That's what I like. Go ahead. <laughs> if, if I don't, if I don't know right now, I'm pretty sure he's gonna explain it to them before they end of the night. So. <laughs> you gotta get your second cap on quick, Chris. <laughs> you have got to get your thoughts quick on that one. He make sure you say quick. That's- that's what keeps those TKOs coming. I like that. I like it. <laughs> but, Mr. Mitchell, did you want to share with the audience? We're so pleased to have you joining in tonight, listening to Chris talk with me here at Empowering for All. I'm Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. I'm so glad that you are on, on site and live with us. Um, how, does okay. it feel, how does it feel to be training such a great young man in the boxing game um, this day and time? It's- it's great. You know, I train a lot of athletes, 
but he's an exceptional one. His coach, Ron, mm-hmm. that had him before I started training him, um, taught mm-hmm. him the basics. So very rarely I get an athlete that's got technical skills that write. I had a lot of young athletes. That's talent. I had a lot of ones. That's power punches. I had a lot of ones that thought they were smarter than me. But the mm-hmm. key is when Ron sent it to me, he was talent. Ron also told him to listen to me. Um, he's a left-handed. He's smart. He's intelligent. Um, like most young guys, he try to rush things. All the young guys is that way in today's life. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he listens. He works hard. And when you got an athlete that works hard, you, you got a chance of beating anybody. Wonderful, wonderful. So now you've seen Chris on a, you know, a more uh, stronger, intense, intense side of training because we all know training can be very intense. Um, how do you feel uh, for the future? Do you feel continuously, as I keep saying, and I have seen some tapes and watched him fight, do you feel continuously that we're going to have many more TKOs coming to his accolades? Well, I'm not worrying about the knockouts or nothing like that, but I see plenty of wins for him. The door is mm-hmm. wide open for him. Um, he's going to get smarter. He's going to get stronger. And he's mm-hmm. going to really understand the difference between pros and amateurs. Amateurs, you can fight for trophies. You don't fight for money. You can lose eight or nine times and still play play ball and do whatever you want. This is a job now. He understands it. This is his mm-hmm. life. This is his job. And it's what it's all about. And he's getting to understand that now. Took a little time, but like most young athletes like that, sometimes they talent like Chris think they can do everything. Now he's settling down, and he's been a very mature young man. Well, praise God for that. And that means a lot because, um, like you said, in this day and time, um, to be focused and determined and making it happen is everything. And Chris is that he's doing that, and I'm sure he's happy and elated as well to have such a phenomenal person on his team such as yourself. Well, I also say this. I had a lot of athletes. I probably had over 400 and some national champs. The difference yeah. with Chris is that he got, a, he got a good support group. His grandmother, his family, his father, everybody around him, including his two aunts. It's all about Chris. They push him. They make him understand what to be a young man, how to be polite, respectable. And I had a lot of talented young athletes, and they didn't have – family support, and that's number one. I think that's he got an edge on everybody else in this sport, yes. uh, especially that young athletes that I had trained before. Very rarely you have a full support like Chris has. And, and you, you are absolutely right, Mr. Mitchell. I think that is a number one additive that Chris has, having such great family support. That means a lot. Um, and those who don't have it, you know, sometimes it can cause a little bit of stress and tension. Right. In any sport, if you don't have that sound family support, you're going to have a problem down the line. You know, if I have a problem with Chris, I want him to take one day at a time. Sometimes he want to jump and take four days at a time. So you understand what I mean when I say that. (laughs) I do. I do. Yes, I do. But all your young athletes these days are that way. Yes. Now, what would you say, Mr. Mitchell, having trained, as you said, so many um, athletes and, you know, training um, intensively with Chris, what would you say, opinion and advice to those young men who want to get into boxing and and further their career like Chris has done? What advice would you give to them before they start? Easy. Number one is a lot of athletes have talent. They want to do what they want to do. 
listen to their coach, make sure they have a coach that understands offense and defense. The less you get hit in any sport, football, basketball, any sport, um, the better you be. One that's looking out for the athlete, not about money, not about egos, but look, look out for the young athletes. Number two, be all he can be. That's what my father used to tell me, be all you can be. You ain't got to be a national mm-hmm. champ, but be all you can be. And number three, put your work ethic in it. Work hard in anything. I don't care if you flip pennies. Try to be the best. But you got to put the work ethic in it. And probably number four that I always say is number one, attitude is everything. Because if they don't have the right attitude, nobody want to work with them. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now share with us, of course, we know you're going to be right there with the fight uh, Chris is preparing for as we speak coming up February 28th in New York City. Um, How much time, and I know you, you all are very limited on what you can and cannot share, but how much time would you say, or, and I love to ask this question, or would you say there's unlimited time that goes into the preparation to say, okay, Chris, go out there and do your thing? Well, young athletes tend to do what they want to do. The hardest thing for a person like Chris is get him to get disciplined. There's very few boxes that discipline, and it takes time, and that's probably what he's getting in the habit of doing now. Good, smart young man, and the more bouts he get, the more disciplined he's going to be. Um, it takes time. Some everybody's different. It's it's a philosophy I had that I that I work with all Olympic athletes. They all the same. You got to treat them all the same, but you also got to treat them all different, and that is hard to do. And people don't understand that, you know. Um, and and that's a hard road. But you got to understand the athlete. I want a lot of bouts with athletes because I know their parents. I had one kid that was in a hospital. His, I mean, his mm-hmm. father was in a hospital, and he was boxing the Cuban, and I got on him about him, and I said, do it for your father. He beat a guy that he shouldn't have beat, and, and, and that's what happened if you get to know the athlete. you got to push the right buttons. But, again, it's treating everybody the same but also treating them different. And that's wonderful. Now, also, too, with a lot of the young men today who are sitting back watching Chris and many other, you know, boxers box, what advice would you share with them from what they're seeing as opposed to what it takes to get there? What advice would you tell them as far as the steps that they're going to have to endure to make it? Because a lot of times, you know, people sit back and watch things, Mr. Mitchell, and watch boxers and say, oh, I can do that, I can fight, I can punch, but it's not that easy. You know, I was with a friend of mine in China, and he was looking at um, a runner. He talking about he could do that. It's easy when you're sitting back looking at TV, looking at somebody in any sport. It's easy there because yes. you're sitting on your tail, you ain't doing nothing. But when you put the good right. work ethics, then it's a different. But here's the key for the guys that won the gold medals, that won the nationals. Ten percent of everything the most important is mental attitude, mental strong. Some people call it hard. Some people say they're zealous, almost crazy about their sport. And what I mean by that is if they're a boxer or swimming, they're in the water nine or ten hours a day. If they're boxing, they're in the gym. They're trying to learn all they can. And they're crazy. They eat right. They sleep right. They dream of their sport. That 10% that you could call crazy is the ones that win the big things. Wonderful. And also, too, Mr. Mitchell, and Chris, I'm going to bring you back on here momentarily. Don't leave me. 
But uh, Mr. Mitchell, and I thank you so much for taking the time to share with the audience and instill and, and give advice to young men who are seeking um, to get into the boxing game. Now, what would you say to the young men who say, well, I'm a little bit leery, I really don't know, I want to go and get into it, but I don't know the route to take, I don't have the family support. What advice would you give to them Give to them to ensure that when they get in, they get in right? One, one thing, I like any kid that gets in sport that takes them off of the street, especially where I'm from, boxing is 99% poor. You don't know a rich person yet that's boxing, so you get them off mm-hmm. the street. Number two, mm-hmm. they should go in a nice gym. First find out how the coaching staff is. Do they look out for the athletes so they don't get hurt? Now, why I say don't get hurt, boxing, if you get a bloody nose, they stop it. I look at skiers, one, one year, 17 died skiing in Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. You look at any sport, it's danger zones there. But you need a coach that's going to look out for the athlete. If you get a coach that's good, spar you with the right guys, work with the right guys. When you grab box, make sure you're not overmatched like any other sport. You know, 20 years ago I tell people about how football is and how the drama and everything, and look at what they're doing now about it. In the 50s and 60s, they changed the whole structure of boxing. You, our athlete could get, when he knocked, knocked down, he can get hit while he's knocked down. Bloody nose now, they stop it and everything. So all the sports, after a matter of time, they get safer and safer. Boxing mm-hmm. was one of the first ones from the 50s. So you, I would tell an athlete, get his parents, take his time, make sure whatever gym he goes to is a good coach that's going to take care of the kid. And look at the history of the coach. You know, so I know coaches that never won a national championship championship with different athletes, mm-hmm. but the athletes is always number two, number three, or number four, but guess what? None of the athletes ever got hurt. That's the key. Make sure they go to a good gym that have got, got good rules and looking out for that athlete and take their time understanding what they're doing and train hard. 50% of these kids that go in boxing, they don't have the condition. You've got to have the condition in any sport. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that is just 100% truth, Mr. Mitchell, and I, and I thank you so much for sharing that because, once again, a lot of times people, especially young people, are misguided, they're misinformed, and they're taken advantage of, and they come into the game of boxing thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to train for a few weeks and I'm ready for a championship. It doesn't happen that way. <laughs> and, you, and you're right. You know, it's, it's, again, looking at it and you think it's easy and everything. And another thing I tell people, if you don't get with the right people, only 4% in boxing make enough that they can survive and pay their family. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Boxing don't have no Medicare uh, medi- coverage or anything. Look at yes. football, basketball. They got a me- med- medical plan that if you get there mm-hmm. a certain amount of time, you get this, you get that, and you're everything. So you got to understand who you with, who's taking care of you, and make sure they get you some kind of plan. And, and when you go in the gyms, make sure the gym is registered under U.S. Amateur Boxing so the kids is protected if they get hurt or if they fall down or anything like any other sport. That's why you got to make sure you, when they go in the gym, they have a right coach. They're looking out for their interests. Wonderful. And, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are listening and 
for all the young men who are tuned in and admiring Chris and wanting to uh, follow, as I would say, in his footsteps and get into the boxing game. You've been tuned in listening to um, one of his great mentors and coach, Mr. Al Mitchell, who's been sharing with us the do's and don'ts and pros and cons, highs and lows of getting into the boxing game and what to do and what to look out for and what not to do. Uh, Mr. Mitchell, I'm not going to keep you long. I'm going to get back to Chris here, but I have one last question for you. Sure. Uh, Doing this as many years with you as you have done it, when do you see yourself stopping or would you say you're unstoppable? (laughs) You know, 20 (laughs) years ago, I thought I was going to stop. 10 years ago, three-time Olympic coach. I'm supposed to go back to China, run a program. Each time Mm -hmm. I say when I hit 50, I was going to quit. I've been coaching since I was 15. That didn't happen. Every time I look, I was quit something else. When I hit 60, Halloween, I was 70. So I'm just looking at, um, I just said to my friends, 2016, after I worked the Olympic team with the Chinese, that's going to be it for me. But everybody say, I say that all the time. So you really can't say, (laughs) but it keeps me young, and it keeps me doing what I like to do. My goodness, when you said your age, you should see my eyes right now. (laughs) Evangelist is like, what did Mr. Mitchell just say? Because he does yeah. not sound, you do not sound by far your age. I thought you were going to say 42, 44. You know, oh I've been gosh. around a long while. Everybody knows me. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Praise God for you and much more longevity added to your life. Praise God. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us tonight uh, while I'm talking with Chris. I know you all have a dedicated schedule to get ready for this fight. So I'm not going to keep you long. I'm going to get back on with Chris. And you please don't hang up. Stay tuned in with us. Can you do that for us, Mr. Mitchell? Sure. Sure. Thanks. Okay. All right. Once again, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. You've been listening to mentor and coach to Chris Pearson, Mr. Al Mitchell. And we thank God for him. And he is vibrant, useful, outgoing, dedicated, pressing forward and empowering his knowledge into Chris. We thank God for him. Um, Chris, are you still with me? Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm here. All right. Wow. Can I tell you that I'm just elated and happy for you that you have such a great uh, team. Mr. Mitchell is phenomenal. And once again, added with your family and such a support from him, it's no wonder you just keep bringing the pain. <laughs> yeah, he uh, talk a lot. <laughs> hey, it's okay to talk. Talk good sometimes. <laughs> no, that's my guy. That's my guy, man. I love it. Now, Chris, would you be so kind to share with the audience, uh, for those who would like to follow you in, you know, in your boxing career, uh, as far as social media, where can, where, where can they find you and begin to follow you and see what's coming up in Chris's life? Um, I'm definitely active on Twitter and Facebook and um, Instagram. My Twitter is underscore Chris Pearson. Um, my Instagram is Chris Pearson underscore TMT. And my Facebook is just, you know, under my name, Chris Pearson. So, um, you know, I try to, I try to uh, be adamant on, on all of the, the websites and try to, you know, mingle with the fans and answer some questions here and there. And, um, you know, just just enjoy enjoy the, the, the Instagrams and the Twitters and the Facebook because, you know, they keep you connected with everybody. So it's cool. Well, praise God. And once again, I am just so elated and ecstatic that you took the time out of your busy schedule to 
come on and talk with Evangelist tonight. Now, I'm going to do what Mr. Mitchell did, and I can accept the constructive criticism, so look at it as if you're training me. How did I do tonight in interviewing with you? How do you feel? Uh, I found it. Um, you asked a lot of good questions, and, um, you know, I was kind of worried, you know, coming to the interview because I didn't know the type of I didn't know what research you you had done, and I didn't know what type of questions you were going to ask. I get a lot of silly questions because um, a lot of people don't know a lot um, much about boxing, which is understandable. So um, I didn't know if I was going to get a person who was just acting like they knew a bunch of stuff and, and didn't. So, um, you know, it was a breath of fresh air when you asked the questions you asked. So um, I definitely appreciate it, and um, I, I wouldn't mind ever giving you an interview. Wonderful. Praise God. And as you can tell by speaking to me, it's not a persona, it's not a put-on. This is who I am, and I love the game of boxing. And, of course, you and I are far apart in age. I'm 44, going on 45, so I have followed boxing steadily, even from the Mike Tyson days. So, And I've been to Vegas to several matches live. I've been to some of Floyd Mayweather's fights. And I'm just, you know, I'm always intrigued and excited. It gets, it gets my adrenaline running. <laughs> Uh, Yes, and once again, I'm so excited that we've made a connection to be friends, and I'm definitely 100% a woman of my word. I'm going to attend one of your future boxing matches. I'm sad that I can't attend this one, but I'm definitely going to attend, so we must keep in touch. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, Lord willing, we'll have plenty more opportunities and more fights um, in the future, so... uh, you know, like I said, like I always say, I'm, I'm gonna take this one day at a time. But I definitely know, um, you know, it, this is a long journey, so um, I'm prepared for it, and and we'll stay in touch, and I keep you posted on what's going on in my career. Thank you so much. And before you go, Chris, can you share with the audience in your downtime, what is your hermit circle? What does Chris do to unwind after all? All the pressure is gone. He's won his fight. It's time to relax. What does he do? Uh, normally, the first thing I do after fight is uh, either I fly to New Jersey or, you know, I have my daughter come to Ohio. But um, being in training camp, the majority of the time, I, uh, I, I miss out on getting to spend that good quality time with my little girl. But, you know, I know it's important right now for me to get myself in position to where, you know, she'll be okay in the long run. So, um, you know, that's, that's another reason I take it so serious and I try to I try to make sure I'm putting in all the, the work I'm supposed to be putting in because, you know, I, I, I wouldn't rather be doing nothing but just laying around hanging out with my with my baby. But, you know, I got to put in a lot of work to try to ensure myself success. So, you know, um, that's the fight. That's, that, that's, that's normally what I do is just enjoy being a dad. Well, praise God and praise God for your commitment to being a dad at such a young age. And you are inspiration to many young men who have not stepped up to do that. That is very impressive. Uh, my hat goes off to you for that, Chris. I love that. I really, really do. And I know your daughter is genuinely attached and loves her daddy. She's a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. I've seen some pictures where she's laying on you, and she's so precious. Now, what's her name? Uh, her name is Maya Elise Pearson. Oh, my goodness. Now, how, old is she, how old is she, if I may ask? She's more. Oh, now she is at that stage where I know she hates to be out of your sight, doesn't she? Yeah, but you see, you know, on, on both sides, like I, like I said, I'm blessed to have, um, you know, a great family on my side, and, and her mother's side also has a great family. So, you know, even when I'm gone, she's definitely always getting out of love and care that she 
that she deserves. So, um, you know, it's easy to go to camp and, and focus on my task at hand because I know my baby's okay. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for her mother for that, and I'm thankful for um, that side of her family. And, um, you know, I just look forward to to getting back to her after I, after I fight. Wonderful. Now, last but not least, and I am going to let you go. Um, I, you're pretty much going to say I'm like Al. I like to talk, but I am going to let you uh-huh. go. <laughs> One last thing. Do share with the audience, and, you know, of course, in the game of boxing, you know, uh, you always have a lot of admirers, especially female admirers. So share with the audience, who is that special woman that is connected to Chris at this time in his life? Uh, my daughter, Maya, definitely. Um, you know, like I said, I'm in I'm in this position. Um, you know, in, in boxing, the window opportunity is very small, so um, I like to really try to lock in and focus in on that. And any extra any extra um, effort is is just goes into being a good father and being a good man. So, you know, I'm not I'm not ruling out nothing, but I'm not I'm not really focused on that right now. I'm just focused on getting myself in the best position so I can, you know, take care of my family. Praise God, praise God. And once again, before you go, Chris, I just want to share with you as you depart from this phone line with Evangelist Yolanda McTeer tonight. As an evangelist and going forth in my ministry as well, I pray that God continuously encamps his angels around you. Every time that you step into the ring, that you're protected from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. No hurt, harm, danger, interruption, corruption, or destruction come to you or your career. I stand as an authoritative minister of the word of God, the ministry God has called me to. And I ask and look forward to seeing God bless you in even a higher phenomenal way in your life. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I just felt led to do that, and I have to be obedient. But uh, we know God has you covered. You're going to be blessed, and many more victories coming to you, Chris. Uh, Thank you, and I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we know that it is always a sad time to say goodbye, but it's been a joyous time talking with the undefeated ultimate Chris Pearson, who is the signed boxer with Floyd Mayweather Promotions. He stands as we talk on the phone tonight, undefeated. Total fights 13, TKO's 10, preparing for his next fight, February 28th in New York City. Chris, you know I'm sad, but you made me happy because you did say you would come back and talk with me again in the future. You know I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. Man of my words. Uh, we, we try to get one in after the fight. Praise God. I look forward to it. Don't be a stranger. Uh, Follow me on Twitter as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let Chris retire, let him go uh, for the evening. I'm going to stay on. I'm going to play a song, and I'm going to stay on and bring you up to date with uh, new things going on here in Empowerment for All. But for Chris, hugs to you, blessings to you. Mr. Mitchell, thank you so much for coming on. You've been a joy and blessing as well for tonight's interview. Uh, Thank you for having us. Thank you, Chris. God bless you, and I'll speak with you soon. Okay. All right. Good night. Come on, man.
Praise God, and welcome back. I'm Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. You've been tuning in, listening to my radio show, Empowerment for All. Tonight, I had the pleasure, excitement, and joyous of a time. My guest was the undefeated, phenomenal, outstanding, packing a power punch boxer, Chris Pearson, who is signed with Floyd Mayweather Promotions. Chris has a fight coming up February 28th in New York City. He stopped by tonight, and we were also blessed here to speak to and have on sharing with many young men who want to get into the game of boxing, Chris's mentor and coach, Al Mitchell. Shout out to you, Al. A joy it was to talk with you and have you on with us as well. For many of you who are just tuning in, or for my continual listeners who don't really know a, a lot about boxing, Chris, as I stated before, is undefeated. His record stands. He has fought 13 fights, won all his fights. Technical knockouts, he has 10 of those. Chris is, was born and raised and still resides in Dayton, Ohio, in a town named Trotwood. Chris started boxing at the young age of seven years old. Even at seven years of age, Chris was bringing power punches and claiming his accolades to the game of boxing. He acquired silver gloves and junior golden gloves. He's also very athletic in many other areas as well. Chris plays football and basketball, but his love is boxing. He has a wonderful one-year-old daughter who he loves dearly, inspires him to even go higher in the game. Chris is young, just 23 years old, but doing things many don't even see in life. God has blessed this young man, and we're looking forward to many more boxing matches from him and many more accolades and wins and blessings over his life. For those of you following and supporting Empowerment for All here with Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. You know now I'm in a new season. Growth has come. I am now broadcasting solo here at Blog Talk Radio. Tune in every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 Central, 4.30 Pacific, 347-637-2096. Hear me on the web www.blogtalkradio slash empowerment for all. God spoke to me and said, my daughter, I need for you to go into a new season. Just as I instructed Elijah, your brook has dried up. I need for you to move forward and sit on your own couch. As his sheep, I knew his voice. I am now sitting on my own couch and broadcasting solo. I'm not broadcasting to you for fame or numbers. I'm broadcasting to you to edify and glorify the kingdom of God. By doing that, Empowering for All is interviewing and talking with people from all walks of life who are making it happen. I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to build your faith, empower you, and continue to knock down the walls of evilness. I am an author. God has blessed me to be successfully published on Barnes & Noble, 
Amazon, and many other outlets. The title of my book is The Tragic Times of a Woman. It is an autobiography written by me. It will take you from the time I first said yes to God and how the devil over that period of time tried to snatch me, shake me, and break me from God. But I stood through it all. And as you can see, my harvest season is great with God. Follow me also on Twitter at capital Y, capital M, lowercase c, capital T, I, E, R. I'm on Facebook, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. Instagram, Evangelist Y McTeer. Upcoming and continuous great things and great guests are coming here at Empowerment for All. Next week, I will be talking with country pop rock artist from Toronto, Canada, Krista Earl. Her song, If You Didn't Believe in Me, won as my intro song for a season here on Empowerment for All. You will hear that song next week. Forward to, I know it's going to be a joyous time with her and sharing her career and new things she's working on as well. It doesn't stop there. February goes out very heavy, and March comes in very strong. I will be interviewing March 2nd the worldwide known famous author, Mandy Hale, her book, The Single Woman. She will be sharing with us about that book and her new book, which has just come out. I look forward to talking with her as well, a great associate of mine and a wonderful spirited woman and highly encouraging me to stay strong and being single in such a time as now. Moving on. Sunday, March 9th, truly anointed vessel on fire for the Lord, pastor and prophetess Kenya J. Young stops by to talk with me, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. Together, that is a triple dose of anointing. We are going to shake and knock down some serious walls of evilness. God has sustained me and maintained me and continues to carry me in such a great season. I will be announcing to you soon as well, I've been interacting and talking with a famous NASCAR driver who is going to be stopping by and will be on my show with Yolanda McTeer. God is good. And for those of you who would like to be a guest on my show, if you are empowering a gospel singer who is signed, have an outreach, don't be a stranger. Visit my website. See more of Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. Hear past celebrity interviews. I had the lovely Harlem Globetrotters lady, Tammy Bronner, on with me. I've had signed icon record label Fred Hammond's artist, Mario Brown, on with me. Grammy Award winner from Group 112. Michael Keith was on with me last week. Such a great, professional, well-mannered, lovely young man. Great show. I've had DJ Montre, 2013 BET show titled Sunday Best, which highlights judges Yolanda Adams, Kirk Franklin, and Donnie McClurkin. She was on with me. CEO and president of the Millionaires Club of America, 
from Miami, Florida, Russell B. Lawrence has been on with me. It doesn't stop. One thing with God, once he takes you and lets you launch, he continues to blossom you if you stay faithful and trust him. Now, if you want to hear those past celebrity interviews, you can do so. Visit my website, www.ymcteerempowermentforall.com. I will repeat, www.ymcteerempowermentforall.com. If you missed my interview tonight with me talking with Undefeated, Boxer signed with Floyd Mayweather Promotions, Chris Pearson. Don't be upset. You can still hear that interview. The link will be available to you and also will go on my website celebrity page as well. Such a great time with him. As you heard him, those of you that were tuned in listening, he was very pleased with my interview and wants to come back and interview with me again, and I'm going to attend one of his boxing matches. God is good. Once again, I will be continuously bringing to you love, growth, happiness, peace, and prosperity. I wish above all things that God prosper you, bless you, and continue to knock down the walls of evilness in your life. If you don't know God but you want a relationship with God, first and foremost, you must open the door and give the devil an exit, a permanent exit out of your life. Act as if you heard a fresh knock at the door. Open it. Let God become a permanent resident in your life. I thank you all for tuning in, listening, and continuing to follow Empowerment for All. For those of you who want to follow Chris and stay abreast and in tune of his upcoming matches and things he's doing in his career, as he said to you, and I will repeat back to you again, follow him on Twitter at underscore Chris Pearson, P-E-A-R-O-N. He's also on Facebook, Chris Pearson. He's on Instagram, Chris Pearson underscore YK. We just wish so much blessings to him here at Empowerment for All. I myself cannot relay to you the blessings that I wish for this young man and so happy for his career blossoming in such an awesome way. Look forward to every week tuning in with you all. I thank you for supporting me. I never like to end my show without prayer. I'm going to pray tonight from Psalms 1 through 6. Blessed. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit. In his season his leaf also shall not wither, and, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I am closing tonight once again with Psalms 1 through 6. Until next week, be blessed, 
Be encouraged. Stay focused. Build for your future. Expect your blessings when you choose God. Keep God first. Good night and love to you all from Evangelist Yolanda McTeer here at Empowerment for All. Come on, man.
Spirit of Marilyn calling me audibly, balling she Said that she would never leave, continue to torture me Telling me to come with her, underneath my comforter And she brought a gun with her, pills and some rum with her Took me on the balcony, telling me to jump with her Yeah, I'm in the ghost, but I ain't doing stunts with her I ain't trying to be that, haters want to see that But I got him aggy, cause I win the gold like Gabby She's just a girl and she's on fire
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.